Larry Riley, director of scouting for the Golden State Warriors, sits down and, and joins us courtesy of Ring Central guest line. Larry, what's going on? There's not much happening. I know. That's what we were saying. Let's get a ball. Let's go play. How did you get to not play game of horse? How did you get to not much? Let's get to where this actually is. There's nothing. Nothing happening. Yeah, and you guys have already talked about all of nothing, so we don't have anything to talk about. We do that for four hours. You have no idea how much nothing we could deliver. Hate to do that. Uh, Is this? uh, All drafts are uncertain to a, a certain extent. Is this in the last 10, 15 years? Is that certain a draft that you've seen? Absolutely, in the last 25. Really? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, nobody knows for sure who the number one pick is or who it really should be. There's somebody who may – they'll have an idea, and you'll fall in love with one of the three, four, or five guys that might be the number one pick. But usually there's a consensus of who's number one and two. They might get flip-flopped, but usually there's a consensus – that there could be a franchise player at the top of the draft. And if you were to just pick out 10 scouts that you think are pretty good at what they do and ask them who number one is, you might get five different answers. And uh, that usually does not occur. So it's uh, there's uncertainty not only at one and two, but it goes all the way down through the draft itself. There will be players. Now, all of us know that somebody's going to make a team. Somebody's going to emerge and turn out to be a really good NBA player. There are players you like in this draft. A player like Otto Porter at Georgetown, you like the guy because Mm -hmm. he plays the complete game. He should have a nice career. You can find those kinds of people. But to find a franchise player, uh, extremely difficult to see that in this draft. Well, I only saw Porter, I don't know, four or five times, but he seemed to me that in a lot of the categories he would grade out at a 7 or an 8, but not one of the categories would he grade out like a 9 or a 10 where he exactly. has that one ability where you're like, woof. Right. You're exactly right. There's a, He's not exceptional where he would grade out at mm-hmm. a 9 or a 10 uh, in most categories. He is a basketball player. Uh, you're, you're talking about a safe pick is yeah. what you're talking about, and a player who, in theory, will be in somebody's top eight or nine throughout his career. And, and that's, you know, that's a safe pick as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I may as well ask this. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, reported earlier today that you guys made a phone call on Kevin Garnett, A, is that true, and B, was it just a due diligence call, or was there actual interest? There's all kinds of calls that are made, as you know, at this time, and we have interest in all kinds of players around the league. Uh, it wouldn't be limited to one player because uh, you guys know the obvious. We're in a position where we could have two free agent-type players who are no longer with us. We could keep them also it's going to be difficult we would like to keep them jared jack did a great job for us this year carl landry did a great job for us this year is it likely that you can replace them with rookies or that we would buy a second round pick that would replace them not really uh we might be able to buy a second round pick later on that can make our roster and and make us a little deeper so we're investigating all kinds of possibilities for the future and for what could happen this summer would you? Would it be unfair to say, in terms of Landry and Jack, that if I were to put odds on it, uh, the favorite would be keeping Jack, second favorite would be keeping neither, third favorite would be keeping Landry, and then the fourth and last would be keeping both? 
Well, <laughs> we'd like to keep them both. <laughs> they were, the, they were, but I would, the odds on that would have to be the lowest, tough. right? Yeah, both the, of them? the odds would be the toughest. Yeah. And, and then what we have to do is get into July when you can get a determination as to what the salary numbers are really going yeah. to be as, as they go forward. We like them both. We would like to keep them both. Uh, we may have a situation where you keep one and not the other. Do we want to keep them both? Obviously, we do. Is that is that financially possible? We'll have to wait and see. Was there a possibility last year that you could have locked up Landry for two years, or was that something he didn't want to do or something you guys didn't want to do? That was a negotiation that I did not handle. Okay. Bob Myers uh, and Joe were Get Bob back here. Yeah, there you go. And it's not uh, like you don't have free time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be recycling everybody the next hour. <laughs> Mark Jackson and Larry uh, Riley for a second stint in hour number four. <laughs> uh, but, as, you know, back to the draft as you talk about this thing, I suppose, you know, we had that situation where we had to get out from under that pick that was owed to New Jersey, yeah. which ended up in Utah. And and I guess it's this franchise had such bad luck for so many years. At least it's good luck if you had to pick a year yeah. when you don't have a pick. You know, this is probably the one you would pick. And then last year you got Harrison Barnes. Last year you know, we got that Harrison pick, Barnes. So it worked out about as well. Let me ask you about somebody. There's not a lot of guys in here that I've seen extensively. One guy that I've seen more than a handful of times is Jamal Franklin for San Diego State, who I just – I know he's supposed to go in the 18 to 25 area, and I, I I love the way this guy plays. I love the fact that at 6'5", he averaged almost 10 rebounds a game, over three assists, got to the free throw line seven times, super high motor guy, guy that can initiate the offense a little bit as well. I mean, you've I'm sure you've seen him a number of times. What's your takeaway when you see Jamal Franklin? I saw him play at New Mexico the last time I saw him play, which the pit's a tough mm-hmm. enough place to play. Uh, they did not play well. It didn't change his approach to the game. I like this once in a while. You don't yeah. want to see a guy have a bad game too often, but once in a while you want to see how they respond to something like that. didn't change his approach to the game at all. Uh, Jamal Franklin plays hard every night. He's got a big heart. He is a tough competitor. And like you said, if you're going to go get rebounds as a guard, and he played in a pretty good league, yeah. and, and so that's something that usually translates from college to to the NBA. Uh, I like him overall. Um, I wouldn't hesitate to pick him a little higher than 18, but he's probably going to go about there, and I think he's going to have an NBA career. I guess for him, it's can he you know, get the stroke going, right? Because Make the it's shooting a shot. Yeah. I mean, as a wing player, you got to be able to shoot at least a little bit to have right. people yeah. respect you. Because I think if he gets that, then he's going to have a really nice NBA career. He will. And, you know, uh, you saw it all your career. Uh, not everybody becomes a better shooter that yeah. comes into the NBA, but most people do. Yeah. Most people become better shooters as time goes on. Well, that's because you can go shoot. You don't have to worry about Anthropology 102. <laughs> when did you worry about Anthropology 101 anything? Sophomore year for 10 minutes. <laughs> Is there one guy in this draft, based on the fact that even though you guys are on the periphery of this one, you're still following it? that you suspect is going to rise and be a surprise high pick? Not really, because it's so wild. Everybody's been talked about at various locations. I think the enigma is the McCollum kid, because he was injured this year and people didn't get to evaluate him. So he may be the person that jumps up and gets picked fairly high uh, that – 
a lot of other people may not think he should go that high. Everybody regards him as a nice player, but he could jump up and go and you know six, seven, eight, or something like that, which would be probably a little higher than what most people have. I know we got to run, but real quick, Cody Zeller from Indiana, a guy that I really love his athleticism, love the way he can finish right, left hand. He he's he. He's tough, but he's also not a big guy. He gets moved around a little bit down on the block, and I'm wondering, is he a good enough shooter to be a stretch four? Does he have to be a stretch four? Do you see him getting bigger? I mean, just your thoughts on him. Because when I watch him play, I, I really like the skill set. I liked it better than uh, than Tyler. It's not as big. Yes, I agree with you, and I think he is a four in our league. It may give you some minutes at five, but his position uh, should be four. Uh if he was a player who had a great stroke, he would be that stretch four who would yeah. be extremely valuable. You know how Ryan Anderson plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if he had that, then he'd have a whole lot to his game. That's the question. That's probably why I was, I don't know, you hope players become better. Mm-hmm. I saw him as a freshman. I wanted to see him rise to the top and become the odds-on number one pick this year. Yeah. And I was disappointed yeah. that he yeah. didn't do that. And the reason is the free throw stroke and those elbow jump shots and that kind of thing weren't quite there. And he gets bounced around a little bit. Can he play in our league? Yes, he can. Is he a good athlete? Is he a good basketball player? Yes, he is. But uh, not going to be at number one or two. Uh, could be anywhere from five to ten. Yeah. Hey, Larry, thanks for very much for joining oh, us. thank you guys. Always good to see you, my friend. You bet. Ray, take care of yourself. I see no reason to start that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. Tom, you take care of Ray, okay? Not, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably a director of scouting.